This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Backing up a really good bowling display by your side is Olafia. He wants two. Pin your ass back, he'll get two all right. Once in a while in your career, you're playing an innings that can only be described as very, very good. And that's what Nichols has done here today. Oh, well captured from Mark Richardson, eh? Gee, he's a good bugger. What a wonderful commentator. But no, it was an outstanding innings, that's for sure, from Henry Nichols, who moved up to number four in the batting order as well. The Black Caps, they've had some pretty memorable test wins over the last few years. And now South Africa is one of them in innings and 271 runs. Mm. That is an absolute flogging of a very good test team. It was Henry Nichols who had an outstanding uh, innings with the bat, managing to tick off yet another 100 and another 100 at home as well at Hagley Oval. His last couple of years have been simply sensational, and he is now a senior player within the Black Caps lineup, and he's taken over the role of number four batter of Ross Taylor, who occupied it for so long. He joins us this morning on Baz and Izzy for breakfast. No doubt he's had a couple of days off, and if, <laughs> if fatherhood hasn't changed uh, Henry Nichols too much, he would have found a little golf course to have a little tap around. Good morning, Henry. Mm. Um, morning, fellas. Did you manage to play yes. golf, or now that you're a new dad, um, no golf? <laughs> Certainly no golf. The boys played yesterday. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, so it was uh, two days off. Two days off, nice to have an extra early finish. But, yeah, certainly a lot of uh, a lot of dad duties at home, which I'm very happy to be doing. So so Aww. you become a dad just recently. How's that, how's that, how's that going for you? First century as a dad. Yeah, no, it's been awesome. Yeah, that's right. No, it's been awesome. I say it's been pretty lucky to... About how to be home for it, um, you know, obviously we're on the road too much and and playing it at the timing was 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 really cool. So um, yeah, so both him and mum are doing really well. Um, and nice, obviously they have two tests at two tests at Hagley as well. It's worked out really great. But um, like you say, yeah, as long as the the centuries keep coming, um, as everyone says, you know, when you have fatherhood, that'd be nice. But I'm sure I'm sure they won't. But um, yeah, it's a really special time. Oh well, Henry, Izzy here, mate. Great to have you on the show. Congratulations on a on a great performance over the last couple of days against South Africa. I'll tell you one thing, brother. I'll tell you one thing. When they get to the age of three or four, YouTube. YouTube is a great tool to really show them how cool dad is, all right? My kids still haven't understood that. I show them. They're just like, nah, turn it off. I want to watch Hudson's Playground. I'm like, oh, okay. So just keep trying anyway, mate. YouTube's a great thing. Um, talk to us yeah. about leading into the series, mate. How were you? How were you feeling leading into the, to the series against South Africa? We were talking about it. They're going to be a tough opponent. And um, 
you know, traditionally we've always struggled against South Africa. So how was how were you and the team leading into the series? Yeah, it's an exciting series, I think. Obviously, I think we all saw um, the success they had against India um, and beating them and, you know, how strong India are. Um, so certainly from a team point of view and obviously with the, the Test Championship, um, every test is, you know, means a lot, but this series is obviously a pretty big target for us in the summer. And, and like I say, it was nice, I guess, the way we started in that test match, obviously on, the, on that first morning really set the tone. But, um, you know, we know that they're certainly going to come out better. And, you know, as, as a group, we don't, want, we don't just want to win the first test, we want to win the series, we want to win both tests. So, um, like I say, expecting them to be better. But from our point of view as well, probably some areas that we're looking to, to keep pushing forward and, and again knowing that when you do start the second test it's a clean slate um, it doesn't matter what's happened in that previous test so certainly for us um, you know we did enjoy enjoy the win um, you know, reflecting from special moments but also know that um, there's a lot of work to be done leading up to this next test Hey Tawi were you surprised by the by the ease of the victory and do you think maybe the conditions on that first morning where you guys were able to bowl them out for 95 but maybe like the gap looks big in and on the scoreboard, but the gap between the two teams is actually not as big as that. Mm. Yeah, I think you're exactly right, mate. Like, I think it's a funny one. Sometimes cricket, it's, it's like that, and things can happen quickly. And sometimes maybe, you know, it can look look easier than it is. But I think you know the execution um, of all our bowlers on that first morning, and then and similarly on that on uh, that third morning, it, it sort of yeah, you need to take it for granted because you know. How, how hard it can be at times. So certainly, I say from our our point of view, it was, it was, even on that last day, it happened quick. But we were we had the mindset that it was it was, was going to take a long day, and it was going to take each bowler bowling good spells. When sometimes you bowl really good spells, and you get wickets, and sometimes they play and miss, and, and it takes longer. So like I say, I think for us the recipe was the same as it always been, and I think probably just like fortunate that it was one of those um, test matches really where things did happen quickly, but. Um, you know, test of five days for a reason and, and certainly our mindset is getting in is that it always takes long shifts and um, that you're prepared to, to play those long games. Hey, mate, when, when, you're, a, when you're a batter and you, you're sitting there and you're watching your bowlers absolutely annihilate the South Africans and just putting them under a ton of pressure, you're thinking, we, you're thinking out there, okay, how am I going to bat on this wicket? It looks extremely difficult to be able to bat on. So what was your approach, knowing that, that it was a tough pitch to, to bat on, but you made it look so easy and you made it look um, effortless? So what, what was your approach heading into the change room, knowing that you've got to come out and bat on that wicket? Yeah, I think one of the, I mean, certainly like I say, as a batter and as a test player in New Zealand, I think you, you do get the experience of playing on wickets like that. You know, at Hagley, but also at the Basin, yeah. when sometimes... You know, it can be brilliant, it can definitely be bowled through, but I think, you know, for me, it was just trying to be really positive in my mind and be really clear on making good decisions, but also looking to score. And I think it's, you know, at the end of that first day, I think I was looked up and I was 20 off 20. I couldn't quite believe I was scoring so quickly, and, but I actually felt like, you know, the ball was still doing a bit. So for me, it was just trying to be positive and, mm. and know that if, you know, I was able to put them under some pressure, um, if they missed, be able to score and keep that scoreboard moving. I think that showed right throughout day two, you know, the way the guys batted, it made the wicket look really flat at times. And when Matt Henry at 11 was batting the way he was batting, we thought, yeah, maybe it is the <laughs> flattest wicket in the world and, and might not be able to get the extra 10 wickets. But, um, yeah, like I say, it was just the, the way guys played right throughout the innings was just incredible, scoring at four and over. Um, and then on the flip side for the bowls again to do, do the work that they did and, and set that up. And, and just the, yeah, the, just the relentless execution of it was, was really cool to be sitting at Gully and, and, and watching it, really. 
Beautiful. Yeah, well, I can tell you one thing. That wicket was not flat. <laughs> it was a long way from flat. Don't tell me as I said that, way... Don't tell me as I said Yeah, but, mate, I, your last couple of years, you know, something's really, really clicked. You obviously started off your international career well and then and then probably just, just tapered just a little bit. And then the last two years in particular, you've just gone whooshka and your game looks like it's in, you know, really good order. I thought it was one of your best innings I've ever seen you play, actually, um, in the weekend because of how difficult the surface was. But I thought you defended beautifully, you left the ball well, and you did have that intent to score, and you put them under a lot of pressure, which obviously adjusted their margins that they could bowl on a favourable wicket. So have you found something in your batting, or is it just the fact that you feel comfortable now, you're a senior player, you know your role, and, and you're back he's to a the dad. job that you, that you know how to do? <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's a dad. That helps, I think. Nah. But um, yeah, like you say, I think it is just being a bit more comfortable and you know, just trusting your game, and, and I guess that, that comes with experience, but... Um, yeah, I just think, like, like you said, just having that confidence of knowing, I guess, that my, first of all, that my recipe works, the way I, I play works, and um, just wanting to, I guess, replicate that over and over and over again and just trying to keep doing it for longer. And, you know, I certainly um, think cricket and batting is a funny game because, you know, obviously it was great the other day to, you know, to bat, that, bat that long. And, you know, whether I get a duck, whether I get 105, I'm still pretty serious when you get out. And you, you never want it. You know, it's never enough. So I think for me it's just understanding you know, how I go about that and how I can keep doing it for longer and contributing. Because like you say, in, you know, in the team, we're missing a couple of key guys. Um, you know, I'm a bit more of an experienced player and, and just trying to step up into that role. Hey, mate, um, it's, it's always, we always spoke when I was, when I was playing an, uh, a bit of professional footy, we always spoke about it's, it's great having a great performance, but it's hard to back up a great performance. And only the great teams can, can go back to back and put in, uh, back-to-back great performances. How and I, I hold the Black Caps in that category. They are a great, great outfit. They're a great team. They're doing great things on the world stage. How are you as a senior player, or how is uh, how's the group are going to approach this match to make sure that they can do everything um, possible to put in another solid performance come Friday? Yeah, that's exactly right. And I think certainly for us as a group, it's you know whether we we lost the last test, we won the last test. It's trying to start, trying to stay pretty even with with it and understanding that when you're going into another test match it is like I said before a clean slate and you know, I say South Africa certainly have a point to prove in this second test so from our point of view it's it's getting that preparation right again um, you know learning learning from the first test of you know what, obviously what we did well but also the areas that we can look to can look to improve upon and, and like I say it's another exciting opportunity to obviously to play some good cricket over a long period of time we know at the end of it um, you know that, that as I said about my batting, as a team, that the recipe's there and it's just our, our ability to mm. focus on doing that and keep it really simple and, like I say, get prepared for, for five days of, of hard cricket, which, you know, like I say, the Saffrons will be certainly keen to, to test us on that and, and, and again, there'll be a new surface at Hagley Oval, so we'll see what, um, see what that delivers. All right, so we're going to let you go on in just a moment, but well, we've, tr- we've tried to talk one of your passions, which is golf, but now you're a dad, so you won't be playing any golf. <laughs> but uh, your second passion, <laughs> which is uh, horse racing, I know you got on Bonnie oh. on Saturday. Did you get on Home Affairs and La Creek? That's the answer. Did you? Did what? you get on those? Did you get No, you get I, I obviously... I obviously missed the late mail that Buddy J Mac had switched to, to Home Affairs. I don't know how I missed that, so I was on oh. that trip. Um, yeah, I was watching that. Uh, we were oh. watching that. Um, obviously, managed to finish early, so we got the two Super Rugby games in, and a couple of us are watching some of the 
some of the races on the phone. So we missed out on that. And then obviously, yeah, the creek, which you said about, well, you told me about it when it was too late to get on, Baz, but that obviously won as well. So <laughs> some of that earlier oil, earlier oil would be good. Um, but obviously pretty cool to have Jay okay. Mack on your guys' show. He's and terrible he's at texting back, isn't he? Tuning in for that, for sure. Yeah. Well, you're the, uh, see, the, what a partnership. You come in at number four, and then Jay Mack comes in straight after you at number five. How good's that? That's a, that's the ultimate sort of compliment, isn't it? Yeah, I don't know. It's sort of like trying to compare yourself to Kane, really. It's a bit, it's a bit intimidating. <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't oh. have to compare yourself to anyone. You're doing bloody fantastic, mate. So you yeah, keep doing mate. what you're doing. We appreciate you coming on the show and all the best for, uh, for well, for the second test match and also um, being a dad. So good luck, mate. It's fantastic to see um, things are going really well for you. Yeah, awesome. Cheers, boys. Cheers, Henry. Wonderful. Awesome. That was our McCafe Champion. Coffee catch-up with Henry Nichols, first Test Centurion, senior player within the Black Caps now as well, and uh, just an all-round good bugger. He likes all the things we like, mate. He's a good golfer too. Very, very good golfer. So, Is he? Yeah. Well, he was. He was. He might not be anymore. All <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh. right, it is 8.17 here in the morning. We've got plenty more throughout the show, and as we just alluded to, we've got J-Mac coming up at about 8.40. But before that, we're going to make a little phone call. We're going to make a little phone call for our little Love Racing winner. That's coming up very soon. This Baz and Izzy Breakfast on SNZ. A big thanks to the Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day.